Greetings, podcastlings. It's Chris Hardwick. So, couple quick pieces of business before we get into the podcast. Uh, number one, this was recorded on February 14th. I know, I know. Why did it take you so long to put it on the internet? I don't know. It just did. I was busy. I don't have a good excuse. Uh, I'm sure I will still get people online who are like, Yeah, why do you keep referring to Valentine's Day? Hrmf. And they'll spell out Hrmf. And uh, I don't know. To those people, pretend that you've slipped through a rift in time. A very ineffectual rift that only takes you forward two weeks. And, and yay, you get to travel in time. So, uh, second thing is that right after the Rob Hubel interview, I ran over to the House of Blues and talked to Motion City Soundtrack quickly while they were setting up for their February 14th show here in Los Angeles. So, not as long as the Hubel interview, but uh, still a twofer, or more like a one and a quarterer, because it's a little shorter. But I'll talk to them really fast, and then uh, they play a song, and then it was awesome. So, thanks to those guys for doing that and letting me tack it on to the end of this one. And then last piece of business... Uh, if you listen to this before March 6th, I will be headlining the Improv in Los Angeles doing stand-up comedy jokes. Uh, Mike Furman's going to be there. Jonah Ray from this podcast will be there. Greg Barron, a lot of really awesome people. And then also, March 12th and 13th, I'll be performing at Comics in New York. And I'm only going to be doing four shows. And then I probably won't be doing any stand-up in New York again for a while. So come out to that. And all the details, of course, are always at uh, Nerdist.com if you care. So, that's enough business for now. I'm going to quit talking now so you can hear me talk more. Weird. Now entering Nerdist.com We are recording. We're recording. Yeah. Right now we are? Right now. Right now? No. This is, this is the recording part. Right and now. begin. Does everyone sound okay? Because last week there was, a bit of a, there was a bit of an audio disaster. Sounds much better. It does sound Do good. Do I sound okay, You man? sound fantastic. Can Dylan. you hear me? I can. Man, Do I have so many jokes lost. <laughs> Do I sound as gay as I want to sound? You could sound a little gayer. I think you're gay enough. All right. Let me who try said to, that, Chris? Let me try to gay it up. <laughs> Who's the one that just said that? Oh, so we introduce the guest? He's already fucking talking. Guys, uh, oh, Rob Hubel is here. Um, if there was an audience, they'd be, they'd be, they would be cheering and clapping. I like how we're doing it like it's not in the title. Number right. two, oh. Rob Hubel. Well, what about the blind? Why do you hate them? Yeah, what about blind people? There's no fuck. iTunes isn't in how Braille, do they work Matt. It? How do they work iTunes? They, they, it doesn't raise off the screen so they can read letters with their fingers. So we need uh, to tell people who's on Snow the show. Snow Leopard supports many Braille readers. <laughs> I can't even publish iCal <laughs> with password protecting it, so... I can't even... <laughs> I can't even... Nerd rage! <laughs> iCal! You win again! Um, Thank God they have you. So yeah, we're in the, uh, currently in the web soup offices, because uh, we didn't know where else to go today. This uh, is creepy on the weekends. It's de- it's com- it's yeah. like a freaking graveyard. This would be a place to rape somebody. If you were going, I'm, I'm not, I'm not well, saying like, that I'm like thinking about, no, I'm not, pl- I'm no, not no, currently just, planning in one, but I'm saying if your travel it, guide, <laughs> places to rape. Oh, what if someone published Probably a book? Romer's guide. Yeah. <laughs> and right behind, there's a great little alley for raping people. <laughs> it's right under the oldest building in Amsterdam. <laughs> right by the La Brea Tar Pits. <laughs> um, and also really good coffee around the corner. So when your energy's low from all that raping. <laughs> well. 
Uh, I, we've officially earned the explicit box that's next to <laughs> oh, whoops. the title. Of the, no, it's fine. You can say whatever you want. Um, uh, you know, Rob Hubel and I were talking about the fact that uh, as we were walking up to the podcast and, and Matt Myra was setting it up, Mac Nerd Matt Myra and uh, Jonah Ray on my right. I was just sitting around. Just sitting around. <laughs> you guys were all doing stuff? I was yeah, just what were you right guys here. doing here already? Why are you here on Valentine's Day? Or should I not date this? It's not Valentine's Day. Oh, it doesn't date, matter. You can't date a you podcast, date Rob. Oh. Sorry. Homophones, words that sound like other words. <laughs> uh, Jonah has made these 8-bit uh, awesome things with post-it notes. So there's a there's a, uh, a a flaming Super Mario up there. Like when he... I know that sounded weird. I didn't mean it that way. But when he, when he gets the fireball, there's fireball Super Mario. Oh, yeah. Then there's a Tom Servo right behind you. Yeah, Tom there's Servo. A, and then, then there's a Mega, Mega Man. All made out of colored post-its. Yeah, I actually had to special order the black post-its. Boring! <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Worst <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys talked for two hours about colored post-it notes. Yep, <laughs> I wanted to kill myself. You but see, I because Rob, you can listening. get orange. There's also aqua. Then there's salmon. You can get salmon <laughs> post-it notes. Um, Rob, you uh, found a dog last night, and that I did was find part of the dog. conversation that we were having before we started recording the podcast. I found a dog last night at midnight, and I put him to sleep uh, Whoa. this morning. Wait, you mean you put him to bed? No, I euthanized him. What? I tried so Why would you... hard to well, find him like a you... home. You... I really gave But it was him overnight. didn't sound like you tried that hard at all. Really... sounds like you just woke up and then killed him. Well, he was really cramping my style. <laughs> <laughs> really... Rob's, Rob's a commitment-phobe. Listen, I'm going to have really to... Care. I tried to do something nice to... To help him. Um, no, yeah, I found this uh, this German Shepherd last night in Los Angeles, and uh, he belongs to somebody. I'm telling you, he's really sweet. But uh, right now, I'm here, and he's probably humping my bed or my sofa or something like that. Yeah, or... what else is he gonna do? He's probably... <laughs> what? Come what? on! I don't know. He's Rob. Say it slower. I don't know. I mean, whatever dogs do. I mean, they probably pull out their little pink penises. <laughs> they probably unwind their lipstick all over your toothbrush. <laughs> Why does my toothbrush taste like dog cock? Again? <laughs> tastes uh, like dog. Uh, Sub-question. Why do you know the taste of dog cock? That's not the issue. <laughs> the issue uh, here is that my teeth have never looked brighter. The taste of dog cock. Are you going to keep them? Do you know? Maybe, um, hey, Rob, maybe well, there's I someone out there in our listening audience <laughs> who uh, is missing a Somebody is missing a dog. Um, I found him uh, last night, and I put an ad on Craigslist. And um, yeah, but I went to the, you know, I'm already like attached to him. I went to the pet store today, and I spent like a hundred and something dollars <laughs> like buying stuff. I don't even need, you know, like butt plugs for a dog. Like, what? They sell those? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Wow. It could have been a chew toy. I'm there not are sure. weird things. There are like a little straps you can uh, get for dogs that just hover around the back of their uh, uh, anus. So that if they poo, they just poo right into the bag. Like Wait a, horse. a second. They don't city. make that. Do you, you know that? what? I can look I it up right now. Don't, someone, don't someone, you threaten me. Someone showed me on Etsy that someone makes basically stickers for your dog's asshole. Uh, and they and so it's like instead of seeing instead of seeing a, a puckering um, yeah. in, instead of seeing those puckering dog butt lips oh, you see of like a like a tulip yeah <laughs> I would like or a Pac Man yeah and then if they start shitting it just starts spewing out the sides yeah. I guess. oh that's great that's what a lovely idea like uh, like something like the abyss like the thing just, <laughs> just kind of getting into the messier. laboratory but pet stuff is so expensive I really was blown away I, I like even the dumb things you know like the the baggies to pick up. Poop. There it is. The poo trap. He's showing the poo uh, trap. Showing us on no the poops, no oops. Worry-free poo collection. Three simple steps. Perfect fit for any size dog. Connects easily to dog collar. Adjustable for any plastic bag. Walking dog. Your diff- what? Is that now the Nerdist Podcast sponsor, Poo Traps? The Thanks poo for trap. turning in to... 
Hey, dog, stop shitting on the earth. Can you imagine how humiliating that is for a dog? Well, because already dogs, when they're shitting, their ears go back, and they always just kind of look like, I'm sorry, I'm I have so to do this. Sorry. I know I'm this so is sorry. so embarrassing that you have to watch me do this. I'm a good boy. And uh, <laughs> But then to put a fucking, to put a, an uh, ass condom a... on the back of a dog so he can <laughs> fill it with poop. It looks like a surgical mask. I saw a dog with uh, sunglasses yesterday at the Grove. Was it Spuds McKenzie? It, was, <laughs> it did not have a skateboard or surfboard. Huh. Why was he wearing sunglasses? Did it seem like it was his idea or his owner's idea? I think it was his owner's idea. Was, they were strapped in pretty good, and the owner was like not a typical guy you would think would have a dog with sunglasses. What is he, it? He t- wasn't homeless. What he looked it? like my he looked like my dad, and my dad would never. Was, put it wasn't Nick Nolte from Down and Out in Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who, who now Nick Nolte has kind of become that guy from Down and Out in Beverly Hills. I think Nick Nolte just jumped in our pool with a bunch of rocks in his jacket. Fracker, fracker, fracker. <laughs> well, now he's going to fuck my wife and daughter, and then everything will turn out fine. Yay. I don't know, Beverly Hills not available on VHS. You know what they should do? They should remake uh, Walk Like a Man uh, and have Nick Nolte in the, uh, in the same part. As... You know what? That's a great idea, because I'm tired of good movies being remade. They should go back and make the ones that didn't get it right the first time. Exactly. Oh, that reminds me. I'm in a... Um, uh, oh, am I, I don't want to date this. If I mention a current movie, am I going to date this? Yes, but that's fine. Okay, well... Um, People will listen to it, and then they'll throw oh. it away. Well, I I twittered something about going to see that movie Frozen, that horror movie the, about the chairlift. It's, uh-huh. it's three kids that go skiing, and um, I twittered something like, "If you think for a fucking second I'm not going to see this movie, <laughs> then you don't get what I'm trying to do with my life." And but I think I called it a dumb movie, and some kid forwarded it to the director of that movie. And so then the, ki- the the director of the movie was like slamming me. He was like, who's this guy? I don't even know who that guy. He doesn't make movies. I make movies. <laughs> <laughs> the director is right. Rush Limbaugh? Yeah the, dra- yeah. the director is Dick Cheney. The d- director is Bob Evans. <laughs> <laughs> then but, um, I, uh, f- I fucked Ali McGraw, and then I had to tell this kid that he didn't know dick about he shit. He didn't know squat about Did cinema. I care? Hell no. Did I fuck her? You bet I did. That's, that's my favorite uh, Robert Evans uh, isms. Is just asking yourself a question and then going, yeah. "You bet I did," and then answering. Yeah. Do I like asserting a point and then answering it? Yes, I do. Yeah, of course, I do. <laughs> but anyway, that movie seems uh, like a really great movie. Is what I'm, I'm retracting any negative thing I said about that movie. Because I don't want this director to come to my house and beat the crap out of me, so I'm saying that it's probably this a is for great Frozen. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you do if that was his dog? Oh man, yeah. that, if I found his dog, hmm. And his dog's nice, so he might be kind of a nice guy. Yeah. I would say I'm so sorry I put your dog to sleep. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I froze him. <laughs> he is, uh, he's you like frozen. that? Here he, he is. That. That's a, that's the shitty thing about you know just as comics. I mean, I, I have a joke in my act about it about how. You know, I do Chelsea lately all the time, and so I'm constantly shitting on people who are more successful than I am. Yeah, and yeah. so, and then I, I, I always feel a little bad. Like, I hope they understand that I'm just fucking around. Like, you know I, what? I don't, I don't know that that they do. I, I don't think I would. Like, when anyone says anything bad, you know, you're a person, and you're like, "Fuck you, that hurt my feelings." Yeah, you know? I just always feel like, how can anyone take anything the shipmates guy said seriously? You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel <laughs> like, how could they really be like, "Oh, I feel taken down a peg." It was like I, I made fun of, you know, before. Um, before John Mayer revealed that his cock is Hitler in Playboy. Um, <laughs> wow. Wait, I missed that we part. We should talk about that. <laughs> he, made, he made some crack about how his um, he has ne- he's never slept with a black woman that he thinks his cock is a white supremacist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I um, read that. I was... and, then I think, and then I think he dropped the N-bomb a couple times. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. all that. Yeah. Last thing. Um, yeah. So, 
But but I you know months before it was even hip to make fun of him. Uh, <laughs> In fairness, it's you, always been hip to been, make fun of John. Yeah. I, I made a joke about him on Chelsea lately, where I guess the story was he was at a steakhouse having a dinner, and someone handed him a guitar, so he just started playing songs for everybody. And the joke I said was. Well, I feel really bad for the cows. First, they get killed and turned into steaks, and then they sit through a John Mayer concert. <laughs> and then in the next day on Twitter, he was like, why are they so mean to me on Chelsea lately? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think people find, I mean, it's very easy to find out about anything that is said about you. You know, I mean, you do a blog search of yourself on Google, and you can see what every 11-year-old <laughs> put an alert, a Google what alert. every 11-year-old says about you. Yeah. It's and terrible. It's, it's, That's the thing. It's always, it's always just kids. Yeah. You know, it's uh, me and my friends used to make fun of shit all the time growing up but we didn't have the access to the internet to yeah. make it known and you grew up on Hawaii so it was just like those are dumb coconuts <laughs> those stupid coconuts nice grass skirt coconuts had it come, Co- I'll tell you. nice 12 letter alphabet <laughs> gay coconuts what is this all vowels fuck that this is stupid uh, I, I just uh, I always feel I just feel bad though cause I know it's funny as a comic you know, ten people can say really nice things about you, and then one person oh, yeah. you don't even know who they are no, is like, "You suck," you. and you're like, "What? What did I do?" Yeah, and yeah. You, just, you crumble. I was talking to Steve Agee about that, about Twitter specifically, and he was he was just saying that he'll just block anyone, yeah, <laughs> anyone yeah. that says anything. So empowering negative. to just yeah. be like, "Block." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he's so. actually currently having uh, a weird time with it because uh, him and Todd Berry started. A they Twitter have a war. war, yeah. And then people started taking sides. Yeah, and it made <laughs> Steve just. He's, he's like people are so mean. Yeah, he just yeah. couldn't handle. It. People were being brutal. I think to him. I think he and Todd are stopping their Twitter war because of that. <laughs> because yeah. pe- like fans of either or attack the other guy. You know, and it's so funny that we work in a profession where we fucking dish it out relentlessly, and then it's it's so hard to take it back. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. but I guess it's, it's one thing if it's you know if it's like if someone like you. I mean, like, you're Rob, you're hilarious. And so if you took a shot at me, I might be like, ah, fuck, that was really funny. I don't know why. Why are you making that face? Oh, no, I didn't know where you were going with this. No, I was going to say, <laughs> did you already take a shot at me? That I'm not yeah, I hope you don't read what I wrote about. Oh, my God, that's this really embarrassing. He's been live tweeting this whole this thing. It's amazing <laughs> you even agreed to come on the show. I just fucking took you down a notch, bro. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> Good one, Rob. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's just funny how high school it can be where someone can, if someone even just says, like, the letter U and then suck. Yeah, that's all the internet is. The internet is high school just continued on yeah. until however long you are still on the internet. <laughs> you know, that's all it is. Like Twitter, Facebook, all of that is just high school. Yeah, yeah. It just makes people feel closer than they actually are. Just it makes every acquaintance seem more like a friend because you're so familiar with the things they do all the time. Yeah. And it just it's the worst. And you but you totally invite it. But you totally invite it when you're a comic. You totally invite yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because, because you're shitty about other things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your job is to to make fun of stuff and to to to, to crap on as many things as you can crap on, but uh, unfortunately, that involves talking about real people who have real lives. Yeah, for the most part, though, that's why most of my most of my comedy has always just been making fun of myself. So, that's well, it. I just make Hitler jokes. That's all I do all. is make Hitler jokes. I just make fun of Antarcticans, those fucking <laughs> no, glacier jumping icebacks. <laughs> icebacks. <laughs> Most of my stuff is just puppet work now, like <laughs> Jeff Dunham, because I just figure, you know, if I can speak through a puppet, it's just funnier. And it's not me saying it; it's right. my hilarious puppet. That's so, doing. so your puppets—you make fun of everyone. Do you also make fun of white Christians? 
Yep. Um, uh, no. Wait. Oh, what? No. Well, yeah. But you said no you said way. you make fun of everyone no, equally. No way. I'm with not your gonna, puppets. No. If in fact, well, if we even equally. start, if we even start to do that, I'm leaving. <laughs> well, I I'm just you, you just said that it's okay to make fun of other races with your puppets. It is. You all the, the all the wrong races and wrong religions. <laughs> it's, oh. it's great to make fun of them. If you're not white Protestant, you're wrong. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Well, you've With been everything. hearing a segment from uh, Rob Hubel's one-man show, The Jeff Dunham Story. <laughs> <laughs> I think they... Uh, I hope people know I'm kidding about that. Um, they, um, we'll cut did, that out. <laughs> <laughs> please cut that out. Please. Don't. Rob <laughs> Hubel <laughs> said <laughs> this. Please don't have people heard this. He, he believed it 100%. Remember the... My girlfriend's black, so... <laughs> I have a friend who has a black girlfriend, so I'm totally good. <laughs> so that's um, two fake people you just made up. Uh, I saw a black Fucking person once. Zingers. Um, you had the, remember the uh, the dog, the bounty hunter, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to a Halloween party and I was dressed as Dog the Bounty Hunter, and um, I got lost walking to the house, and so I ended up just walking back and forth up and down the street, and I was walking past. Um, one of the Orthodox Jewish like temples or whatever, and they were all they were all hanging out that night. There was like a party or something going on, like a Halloween. Did you party. just hang out and attend an Orthodox? Well, they were Jewish already temple. dressed in their Orthodox Jewish costumes, and they're like, "Hey, let's wear these." What are they gonna do? Go home and watch TV? Oh, <laughs> slam! They're not. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, I kept walking back and forth, dressed as full-on Dog the Bounty Hunter, like wig, you know, the whole bit, leather chaps and everything, and everyone was just like ridiculing me, like it was just bad. The Orthodox okay. Jews were ridiculing you? Um, yeah, I felt like I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I just also looked um, weird, and it was also right when he had said all this racist stuff, and so there was also... <laughs> you forgot about that. You right? mean always? <laughs> I, I forgot that he said all this racist stuff, and I just thought, like, oh, he's a funny character, and so I'm dressed as this racist guy, and then also, like, a like a van a van full of, like, black guys drove by, and I was like, oh, this is how I die. This is the end of my life, you know? They don't understand, yeah, you, you kind of hope they understand. You can play it off as irony, like, oh, this guy's so ridiculous, I was just like, oh, I I have to be this crazy racist guy because yeah, it's, yeah. it's funny. It's comedy. Yeah. You have to dress like this guy. I was just in uh, Austin, Texas, which is well, there is a huge hipster cluster there. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, are you gonna be at South by this year? I think I'm gonna go there. Yeah, are there people there that wear um, like cool um, plaid shirts and and stuff like that and like scruffy beards? Yes, and... they're vaguely Weezer esque. Okay, great. I, yeah, guys, yeah, I'm sitting there. right here. Oh, Jonah, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> hi, Jonah. So anyway, they wear these stupid like Mad Men glasses, and they. Uh... <laughs> oh, this is really awkward. It'd be neat if a whole town just suddenly started dressing like fifties. Like, just the whole town just bought into it. That would be really rad. Wow. I we should, mind that. Someone should do that. They, although, you know what's I happened? What's there. happened in Austin is that they have... Um, Keeping it weird, right? It's they're, they're, Parts of it are keeping it weird, but then other parts have turned into this weird douchetopia. Like, that 6th Street... The Silver Lake? It, it, it's, no. It's Sil- like I saw a dude when I was walking through downtown. There was a dude with a faux hawk and Mardi Gras beads. And I'm like, well, wow. those two things just made each other... It, um, Infinitely worse yeah. together, and it's not like some of the some of the hipsters have moved out of that malt that that kind of pub crawl that space area, of yeah. sixth. Well, the, the hipster, the original hipsters there that really like brought up that recent scene of you know the blow up of history. Like they they're all starting to move out into the neighborhoods. They're getting they're older. Starting, yeah, exactly. Getting so houses. Like, now it's time for the people who were inspired by uh, people who were into ironic culture. So now it just seems it's like a double fake thing. 
Uh, I saw two guys at, uh, I was at Garage Pizza the other night, and there was these two really douchey guys talking. He's like, what do you want to do? Well, Adam says we're all going to go to 4100 tonight. And the guy's like, man, that's DB Central. What do you mean? That's douchebag. The place is full of douchebags. And I've never seen two bigger douchebags in my <laughs> life not want to go to a 4100 bar because it's full of douchebags. They're like robots. They lack self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> that's a problem with douchebags. Yeah. They can be easily programmed, but they lack self-awareness. And once they do retain that self-awareness, it is dangerous for all of us. Maybe I like that bar. I think that bar is cool. Does that mean I'm a douchebag? Well, yes. That I am a douchebag, but that's not what makes me a douchebag. Is it because you want, you want to start another bar called Pussy High Five? Where does anyone go, Pussy High Five? Oh, Dude, there. if there were a bar called Pussy High Five, that would be awesome. You want to... I will start a bar called Pussy High Five. <laughs> let's please start that bar. Let's, let's try to get a douchebag collective to get together and chase all the hipsters out. And just, just like watch them go to cultural war. Yeah. I really want... There's a, there's a bar right near my, my house... <laughs> Silver Lake, uh, it's it's Rough Trade or no, it's La Bar, La Barcita. It's a gay bar. It's a leather daddy bar, and I just it, but it's the only. It's a leather daddy bar. You know, they're just mustaches, leather, and hair. Is and that someone's dad? Is that they have to be someone's father? Leather daddy, you know. Children. Yeah, they got they just got the straps and. I don't know the different categories of gay people. I know like bears. Yeah, this is, they they can be considered bears in a way. There's okay. bears and cubs. Yeah. What's a cub? I think the cub is the little guy that likes to date the bear. Like the bear protects him. Okay. There's, it's there's, a kind of a my bodyguard dynamic. Oh, there's that's twinks a good movie. too. Twinks are the uh, What's ones a twink? that they look like they could be underage. Now that's pretty inside knowledge. Yeah. I didn't know that, Matt. Well, I work right next to West Hollywood. So oh, so you know. That. And I once accidentally went to Provincetown on Bear Week, which was odd. So you were very popular then, huh? Accident, I was. Accidentally. <laughs> yeah, you're very bearish. Yeah. I found wow. that out. Are you available for uh, a, some some type of cub link? Uh, cub. <laughs> I'll pose for a calendar. All right, we'll yeah. do the Nerdist calendar. Yeah, if you want, give me the bear. My friend Preston is a kind of a bigger, hairier dude. That... Preston, <laughs> your friend Preston. Uh, he, uh, he, you know, gets wasted and ends at up, the uh, yacht club. <laughs> You see this guy, he has quite the opposite of trying his name. to keep those townies down. <laughs> just kind of for... the writers of the townies. Uh, but he, uh, he, you know, a lot of pictures of him at parties, which just is like getting wasted, taking his shirt off. And then, <laughs> some for some reason, he started to find himself on these gay porn sites or just like you know, <laughs> wow. bear sites where he's just he like there's a following of guys like that love his pictures. I'd wow. be kind of honored, you know, for some reason, I'm weirdly. More complimented if some if someone on Twitter is gay and they're like, "Hey, you're hot." I kind of feel like yeah. I feel like gay people are more selective. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. offended by that. I feel like gay people like like cooler thing, not necessarily cooler things, but at least like you know you're a better dresser than like <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Yeah. At least I'm I'm dressing well. Yeah, I completely agree. So, gays, if you're out there and uh, you like us, let us know on Twitter. What's that called? What's what's that called? Straight guys that that appreciate the appreciation of gay dudes. I think that's called this show. Mm. <laughs> I think that's what that's called. Um, I uh, I was in the airport this morning when I flew I flew back in from Austin and I, it's today's Valentine's Day. I don't know when this is going to go up, but let's. I think everyone understands that this is not live. This is streaming live on iTunes. We ruined, all in now. We ruined two people that were thinking it was um, live. So uh, I was in the bathroom at LAX and there was this dude on the phone the whole time, and uh, and he was talking to his girlfriend. He was like. I'm going to pick up some flowers on the way home so I can keep the home fires burning. Wow. And, and, but the whole time he was like, he walked into the bathroom, went up to the urinal, took his dong out in one hand, peed. The whole time he was like, 
I'm going to bring home some flowers because you deserve the best. I'm going to get a huge bouquet. But he was going on the whole time his dick was in his hand. Was it Yosemite Sam? It was Yosemite <laughs> Sam. Uh, and he was upset with that wascally wabbit who he was going to bring flowers home oh, to. You deserve the best. You deserve the best. Oh, that's a kind of a like a dumb thing to do. Just telling him, I'm going to get you flowers. I'm going to hu- come home and bring you flowers. And Won't you want to surprise the lady? Well, I don't know anything about women. It was weird that it was he was so earnest about it. He's cheating on her. That's, what that <laughs> that's what's happening Yeah, he in was the like, bathroom. Yeah. At LAX, he was yeah, he with was, a twink. Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> have a, a if you have a husband that randomly just goes, I love you so, I love much. you so out of nowhere. Much. Most likely, he just fucked another girl. I just need you. I just need to tell you, I love you so much, yeah. unsolicited, <laughs> unsolicited for no reason. Oh, who cov- just out of thin air? <laughs> who covered our bed in rose petals? <laughs> <laughs> Must be the man that loves you. It is so true. Yeah, that means um, he's cheating. We have not had a dinner together in four months. I know, but I, know. I love you so much. <laughs> I just need you to know that right now. You smell like another woman's privates. I know, but I love you. It was a test. It was a test I took to make sure I still love you so much. I went to Pussy High Five last night. <laughs> and you can't go to Pussy High Five without Pussy and High Fives. You can't. I would love this. Let's make Pussy High Five like the old uh, Chuck E. Cheese. We'll just have like animatronic uh, <laughs> Pussy Five band. Pussy, yeah. Just like animals. Pussy like, fi- the objectified fire animals. Pussy fire objectified yeah. rats with their tits out. All six tits. All six objectified <laughs> rat tits. Uh, playing, playing. Hardwick, uh, did you live in New York ever? I can't remember. I lived there for like six months. Oh, Jonah, did you live there? I lived there for about three months. Oh, well, they have this huge inflatable rat that they put out um, that like the labor unions put out whenever there is this. Uh, Whenever they're protesting, like if a construction site is going on and it's like they're using non-union guys, mm-hmm. the union guys will come down and put this huge, terrifying, like inflatable rat, like right in front of the construction site. And they'll sit there and they'll march around it and stuff like that. But it, whatever you just said about the rat made me think about that. It was like the fucking scariest thing I bet and it like, works too. Yeah, it's it works because like dudes don't want to show up for work if there's all these like union construction workers around protesting them and this gigantic it's an inflatable rat with like evil eyes and like blood coming out of his mouth oh my god and like I think even like a hard dick like he's that is a really that is really far I don't think he has a hard dick but he it is scary and they we're gonna put a fucking dick in its mouth with the tendons hanging out like it's gonna bite off yeah there he is oh my god that's horrifying (laughs) that's horrifying yeah they put him everywhere Uh, there's non-union labor going on so we're looking at a picture on it where did you find that picture I just uh, google search inflatable rat union yeah, <laughs> and it comes right up. It, yeah, Kate was the first it's thing so that came scary. up. So scary! I don't see it out in LA very much. I wish it were out here. It's pretty awesome. No, here we just have the text protesters where they hold up those signs that say "Shame on yeah, yeah Lieberman yeah. and Lieberman yeah, yeah, yeah. Law Firm." Yeah, and yeah. then these two people who people honk. But I love the fact that that feels so uh, pilgrim times to me, where like people are professional shame casters. Yeah, and that's their profession. Yeah, I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna cast shame, you might as well do it in an aggressive way and have a really cool inflatable, terrifying thing to do that with. You know, reason number eight hundred and four. New York's cooler than L.A. Hey. <laughs> They don't cast so many reasons. They cast yeah, shame like pussies rats. in L.A. Oh, words. Yeah, I'm really hurt by words. That's not a rat with blood coming out of his fucking mouth. You miss New York, no? Rob? Um, I I miss New York periodically. This time of year, I don't miss New York at all. There, you know, it's freezing cold and everyone's about ready to kill themselves. But um, I love L.A. I mean, I, I you know I moved out here when uh, when there was like a big exodus from New York and a bunch of my comedy friends moved out here. So um, so I, I love it out here. But um. 
but New York is it's hard to beat. You know, it's a it's a fun, it's a great city, a and and a lot place. of people a lot of people really. I mean, I feel like I mean a lot of comics in New York who are like L.A. fucking sucks, and then six months later you see them out here and like, what are you doing in L.A. if you hate it? Pilot season. Yeah, like, yeah. they all yeah. they all get sucked out here sooner yeah. or later. I think I'm, it, it, a lot of resentment comes uh, like toward L.A. is just from people having to be here for certain reasons. Right, right, right. For you know, work they, stuff. They don't want to yeah. have to be here. I don't want to have to be anywhere. But, you know, they have to be well, people, here. When people say L.A. sucks, and I go, well, yeah, every city sucks. You yeah. just find the pockets that you like, and you live in them. Yeah. Like, and yeah. L.A. has tons of awesome pockets. Yeah, yeah there's, there's great I, stuff. I really, I really love this city. I never thought I would as much as I do now. But And I'm from, I'm from you know, a, a temperate climate type of area in Hawaii, you know. But this place is just great. There's like neighborhood after neighborhood of just cool different things you can do. Ray, Silver Lake, <laughs> go now. Silver Lake, Hollywood, West Hollywood, Brentwood, seeing twinks, and a douchebags <laughs> in their flashy cars. I love all parts of LA. I love Silver Lake. I love Los Feliz, Echo Park, all different parts of LA. Well, those, those parts are all adjacent. I'm sorry, what? That's one area. No, that you there's separation. No, I don't uh, think You don't so. love all parts. It seems like you love one small. Part. There's one no, section no, no. that's connected. Oh, and then there's that one area uh, between Silver Lake and Echo Park. Well, again, that's right in the middle. That's encased yeah. by all those other areas. I don't it's see called the hipster town. Yep. <laughs> I've lived all over. I've lived in Santa Monica, San Pedro. Oh, <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> that's the worst song ever recorded. It yeah. really was just. It really was just built around that line. What? what it, the chorus was like, "Look at those cars. Look at that highway. <laughs> Look at those fucking cars. Look at the fucking highway." That was just everything he was experiencing that day. Yeah. Got in my car. Yeah. Drove to the store. <laughs> bought some bananas. I got a couple more. Like, all yeah, right, Randy Santa Ana winds blowing hot from the north. Was that, that really was Randy so, Newman? Was Randy yes, Newman. It was. Wow! And doesn't he do like the most amazing songs for movies and stuff? Yeah, yeah he does all uh, to pix- basically Pixar. Every time there's a Pixar movie, like every yeah. amazing song. But then that one song was crazy. Wasn't that a parody song? Like, didn't he sort of do that? Oh, it was tongue in cheek. Did you ever hear the parody? Not as far as that song though. It was a small part in the Run Ronnie Run movie. Or uh, Daffy Mel Yink and Yankle, which was their weird oh, character. Yes. It's like I loathe L.A. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's a, I think it's tongue in cheek, which makes it funny when they play that at Lakers games, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah. L.A. smog, we love it. <laughs> We're gonna ride after this if we win. Like, we love it." Line there says, "Look at that bum over there. He's down on his knees." That reminds me, and I'm gonna tell the story because I'm solipsistic, and everything always comes back to me. But um, when Furman and I did perform, this congratulations song, on the word solipsistic. By oh, the way. thank you very much. I don't, I don't know what that means. It but. means that basically there is no reality outside my own experience, so everything it literally revolves around me. There nothing else has any There reminds me of the time you did something else that you're. <laughs> yeah, thank you. So we, we performed this song. We have this fake Toby Keith song called American Dinosaur, as we performed it on Kimmel. And um, whenever we got to the America parts, people went fucking bananas. And we're like, guys, there's dinosaurs. Like, it's a fake Toby Keith song, you know? But <laughs> we were like, American. And people were like, what? <laughs> and then dinosaurs, and then they checked out by that point. Yeah, well, they were expecting you to say American Jesus. <laughs> American yeah. Jesus. He was. I mean, listen. He was clearly a white guy, flaxen-haired, living in the Middle East. Yeah. You know, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So You're damn right he was. Damn right he was. <laughs> You're damn right he was, man. He was white, <laughs> super white, and blonde, damn white, and tan, and handsome, <laughs> and cool. Had a six-pack. Yeah. Yep. That's a Greg Barrett joke. Ripped like Jesus. Oh, yeah. He was ripped like Jesus. 
Greg Barrett, hopefully a future guest on the Nerdist Podcast. Hey. I don't want you feeling comfortable talking about future guests on here, Rob. Yeah, that feels like that a diss already... to me. Like, we already want to get rid of me. Guys, we're let's already, talk, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. looking ahead. When is oh, the wait, show going to be like? What should we talk like? about when Greg Barrett? Yeah, Greg's going to be really great. Oh, oh I really. Cool. such a great album. When is the show? Shut up, Rob. I like that thing he wears on his wrist that's not a bracelet, but it's thicker. It's thicker. I'm confused about what the format of this show is. Has the show already started? You're in it. No, actually, we're not recording any of this. Okay. This is just to uh, piss off anyone who uh, will leave comments on the uh, iTunes page. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I'm so... Uh, I didn't read them. I don't read them. I don't read them either. You, you can't. You no. can't. I'm I read so them all. terrified. I love it. Did you really? Yeah. But well, it's because we were like, it sucks. Well, there's not that many. Don't get, I'm, I don't mean to. I, I'm glad I, the I, first example you pulled out was, <laughs> no, because everyone's like, it's terrible. No, no, not everyone. What a waste there's of only, technology. There's like, there's like three three uh, bad ones, and I'm sure after this there will be many more. <laughs> well, again, Jonah. That's... No, 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 no. No, I mean, one, so no one's going to say anything I'm, bad I'm about me, myself. man. No one's going to say anything Except bad for the guy who directed Frozen. Oh, boy. <laughs> How do you like it, motherfucker? <laughs> I don't even know if he's foreign. <laughs> well, just they, they, it's, uh, they, there was one guy just like, they were just talking. They were, just yeah. they were just talking on the podcast with words, and uh, wow, yeah, you know. so that, that's that's American though. That's a very American point of view. Like I, I did a pilot once that was adapted from a British show, and the British show was called The People Versus, and the whole idea of the show was that this that the guy would sit at a desk with a little like a, a bell, and people would come out and just talk about whatever they wanted, and it didn't matter whatever they wanted, they could talk about, and he would engage them. When he was done, he would hit the bell and they'd leave. So we did the American version. It was like. We, well, this has to be this segment, and this needs to be. It was yeah, yeah. so overstructured that people just don't appreciate. Like, yeah, we're just talking. Yeah, like people talk. Well, yeah. what do they do on most podcasts? I mean, are there like? Uh, well, I don't you know. Doug, he talks about movies. Doug talks about movies, but it's uh, talking. Yeah, he's, he's, he's talking. talking. He, and they, you know, divert into. Let's just make this a podcast. About I'm saying I want, a, all, <laughs> I want it to be an all what musical do do? podcast. What yeah, do they yeah. do? We yeah. should, we should have explosions. On this podcast, Michael Bay presents the Nerdist podcast. Yeah, or I, we should we should perform surgery on baby animals, okay. like the do- or like the dog you found. We could perform surgery yeah. on the dog you found. Well, it's already oh. dead, but it's frozen. He's not dead. He's probably. I'm telling you, he's destroying my house right now. I bet. Have you, you named him? No, because he's not mine. I, I I can't get too attached to him because someone's someone's gonna come get him. I'm sure. I hate to break this to you, you're already attached to him, yeah. and it's gonna be a teary goodbye. You already goodbye. spent money. It you're is already, be a You goodbye. probably already gave him a name. They're gonna come and get him, and I'm gonna blow my head off, <laughs> right <laughs> right in front of them as they leave. This out. is what you want. Image of the dog with blood splattering on its face. Yeah, just winces. Not to make you more on. deep into wanting the dog, but what would you name it? And what oh, have you probably man. already named it in your head? I don't know. You should I go through a book of dog names and see which one it reacts to. Oh, that's to a good idea. to find its real name. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to name him something either really feminine, because he's a scary-looking German Shepherd, so I would like to do that, or go the other way and just name him something super scary, like, you know, Satan, or... Uh, <laughs> can, I, uh, can I just throw out a suggestion? Yeah. Uh, name him Tracy Gold, because I really liked her. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a good one. Growing Pains. <laughs> be Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. Tracy, you, the, the full name is Tracy Gold from Growing that's Pains. That's the other yeah. thing to do is to give your dog a really long name so when kids, when little kids are like, oh, what's his name? His name is Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. <laughs> like you have to say the Tracy Gold, a.k.a. Carol from Growing Pains. <laughs> Her name is Carol, right? Uh, I was in seventh grade. Our family got a, a dachshund, a little miniature wiener dog, and uh, I named it uh, Duke. And then my mom was like, oh, it's great. I was like, no, 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 you got to let me finish. 
His name is Duke Lexington of the Orion. Because you got to give him a knight's name because he's such a dumb-looking dog. Boy, are you on the right podcast. <laughs> I was at a party the other night, and um, I won't be able to recount this theory correctly, but Hardwick, maybe you've heard of this. Um, someone told me that they've been doing all this research into black holes, and um, that they have this theory now that black holes don't even exist. They're just like reflections that yeah. sort of like show up and then go away or whatever. And then so um, I haven't I haven't done all the research, but and I was sort of drunk when they were explaining this to me, but it basically blew my mind. So the, a there's, party a, where you at? there's a theory now. There's all these old physicists. No, <laughs> we're hanging out at JPL dorms. There's a theory now that what we are is actually reflections of like we're not actually here. This has actually happened millions of years ago, and what we're experiencing is um, is this is this situation where we're all um, two-dimensional reflections of intense light that happened somewhere else really far away and it went through like a black hole and then it, we, it just but it happened there but you know millions of years ago but we're but we're, this is just playing out what if i just started throwing up really hard <laughs> oh, the reality of this is too much for my brain That's, to bear I, I like that i like the sound of that it seems right but then i thought well then why do farts smell like you know, and 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 they said, well, Sense because memory? we're two dimensional. You know, you there's you you still have thoughts, and you know everything you're experiencing is real, but it just happened millions of years ago, and it's just being reflected through that fart uh, <laughs> started two million years ago on Alpha Centauri, and the smell is just getting to you now. Wow! And that's how that's how that's how long it ta- a fart year is how long it takes a fart to travel in a year. Yeah, it's all measured in fart years. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Fantastic. I love that. I love the, you know, it's funny. I'm always surprised at conversations that break out at parties that all of a sudden, I was I was at a party and someone was telling me, oh, it was, uh, I'm not name dropping because I don't really know him that Here well. Here comes a name. Dave Foley. Oh, boy. And we were talking. Who, Woody? Dave Foley. No, never heard of him. K-I-T-H? <laughs> Kids in the Hall? And the, oh. and the poker show? The po- <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Dave Foley from the poker show. The poker, poker show. show. Yeah. Poker show Foley. <laughs> um, and he was telling me because he loves physics and so he was telling me about uh, he was the first person that ever told me about superstring theory and substring and, and, and so we were in the middle of this conversation and this drunk douchey guy came up and he was like man there's no super strings it's all bullshit <laughs> but his character completely was opposite what you would expect <laughs> that guy to refute <laughs> super string theory yeah. when he was trying to tell me about this book that this guy Brian Green wrote so it was just really weird that I'm like, am I in the part? Am I really at this party right now? <laughs> so maybe, maybe the reflection from that experience had been toyed with. Um, it might have, yeah, Doctor Who. that that might have been altered. Um, speaking of Dave Foley and so, what was the name of that show? Celebrity Poker or whatever. Celebrity yeah. Poker. Yeah, yeah. I one time the, you're talking about pilots. You did. I did a terrible pilot for um, for Bravo that they actually aired one time and then they took it off the air. I was the oh, this is the fucking worst. I was the host of a show called Celebrity Pool, where they actually had people playing pool, and you know they were like kind of. And I don't know the most interesting game to watch. Yeah. I kind of just really hoped it was just celebrities in a pool. That would have been <laughs> for a half hour. This was me and this woman, this this really hot Asian woman, the Black Widow, who's this hot oh, yeah. pool player. Yeah. And um, and then they had all Wait, these. What? I know. Oh, the Black Widow. I watch yeah. ESPN too a lot. Okay. And then they had these, um, like Joe Rogan playing pool and Harlan Williams and and all. In fact, Joe Rogan won. I remember, but I was terrible. I was like, oh, what am I do? I'm a terrible host. Like you're good at hosting stuff. I was terrible, but 
It was so embarrassing. I have a VHS tape of it. And Are you ever going to show it at shit? Oh, by the way, I want to plug Rob Hubel has a monthly show at UCB in LA called Shit Show, and oh. it's fucking phenomenal. You basically, I've done it a couple times. You go on and you bring clips from the worst things you've ever worked on, the and then sh- everyone just shits on it. The shittiest thing you've ever done, you have to have show. Have you shown it. that yet? Um, I've never shown that. There's a couple things that I'm holding out on, but now, like, I've done the show, we've been doing the show for about six months. And uh, and so now I'm running out of like other shitty things. So I'm like, oh god, these things that I was too afraid to show. Like now I have to show them. They're going nice. deep into the Hubel yeah, archives. Celebrity pool, man. Oh fuck, it was so bad. I was terrible, and it just it was just no one wants to watch pool. I, I would have said the same thing about poker, though. If you had said, I, I, oh, yeah, we're going to put a show of people playing cards, and you know, yeah. there's like a Filipino guy with a rattlesnake skin hat and sunglasses. And sunglasses like, That's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's and like it is. poker is hu- it is. Do people but still watch it. They do. They still do? I think they do. Like, people are poker fanatics. Yeah. It's gotten better since the whole cam. Like, before, you didn't even see what cards they had. So it was just a bunch of people guessing. <laughs> just people sitting Oh, that in sounds a like bullshit, man. It was like Dick Van Patten guessing. He would host the <laughs> poker tournament. I'm not even kidding. By the way, since we're on the topic of Dick Van Patten, it, next time pull you're in the. Pull our dicks out? N- yep, pull, pull your dicks out and then start patting head. them. Um, the next time you're in, I apologize for that. I hate myself right now. I like uh, that joke. I the next time you're in a pet store, look for the Dick Van Patten dog. I saw food. him. You I see saw it? So I was like, going to say, what is that? The one where it's Dick Van like, Patten has a brand of dog. food. He has a brand of dog food, and all these like weirdly kind of racist. One, one's in a little labels. tube or something. It's like a little one. Look like a, a balloon. Or like something you could put in your butt. Not that everything has to go in your butt in a pet Again, store. Again, you said butt plugs There's for dogs. There's a lot of things and... that fit in your butt that happen to be in a pet store. But um, <laughs> I'm just out of curiosity, um, if you were to measure that in fart ears. Uh, in fart ears, it's probably two fart ears. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, what, why does Dick Van Patten have his own um, line of pet food? And why do we know who Dick Van Patten is? Eight is enough. But no one listening yeah. to this podcast knows what the fuck that is. Really sound well, then maybe they'll up, Google it and learn it something. It's not like you were setting up a real bad joke. Why does Dick Van Patten have his own brand yeah, of dog no, food? No, there's no punchline. I think he must have been like, no, for stuff, uh, Newman's got the popcorn ass. and the pasta. I'm going to get the dog food. Yeah. And, it and seems it, like Bob Barker would do that, though. You know, like put his name on. Because of yeah, Barker? Yeah, spayed a neutering name? dog. No. Yep. Oh, yeah. wait. Is that why he's involved with pets? Because his last name is Barker? Yeah, he was. He was, he was. his name forced him into that, uh, into that like... That's not true. I went to my dry cleaners one time, and they had a once, and they had a <laughs> uh, a headshot of Bob Barker, and his headshot is like him with like four dogs like in his lap, and mm. I wondered like, do they? Does he go into five the, if you include the boner? They, <laughs> does he go into the dry cleaner and then they, I don't know, I never know how that works in L.A. Like when you see a place with a lot of headshots on the wall, and it's like Tommy Delfini. Yeah, and it's but some do guy they with do they the have him with them, or did the people say, "Oh, would you mind mailing us a headshot?" I think it's something to the effect of that. I'd imagine they bring them. I think they bring them. They they're carrying it like, "Hey, just picking up my stuff," and here's a signed yeah. headshot. Listen, no, I think they ask. You what? I think they ask and then they get the place. Mailed. The they're restaurant probably, says, "Can you send us?" A they're probably shot? regulars. They go in there all the time and they see that there's a pre-existing headshot thing, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, can I bring mine?" And then yeah. they just put them up can I bring to be them? to be nice. But Who's I was it? thinking that like if this dry cleaners, like they must have to get a lot of cum stains out of Bob Barker's clothes. You yeah, dog, yeah. Doggy cum stains. Just yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just from him humping. No, no, he spays and neuters them. They can't come anymore. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. Well, How does he keep there his teeth no, so white? He, then? He's he, oh, wow. Good callback. Acknowledge that. Good callback to earlier. Someone write that one down. Dog dick paste. 
Is it me? Do I make things filthy? I don't mean it's to be me. Filthy. It's my fault. I have my I have a fifteen year old sense of humor. But back to Bob Barker, vanquisher of dog cum. Um, <laughs> that's his goal is to just make sure that dogs don't have a good time. That's basically what he's saying every time. It's like, hey dogs, you know how sex feels good? I'm gonna fuck that up. I'm gonna ruin that for you. Yeah. Even though you're animals and it's your only pleasure center besides <laughs> your mouth, I'm gonna take it away. And then and I'm here, figure out here's how to a, sew up your mouth. Here's a sticker you can put on your butthole. Get out of here. <laughs> here's, a, here's a sticker you can put where your balls used to be that says vacant. <laughs> and then, uh, I'm, sure about Bar- Bar- I'm sure Bob Barker is a nice guy. He's a big fan of this podcast. He loves this podcast. He, <laughs> he loves it. He absolutely loves this podcast. So I'm sorry to Bob Barker. Bob Barker's <laughs> going to be one of the ones that posts on iTunes. Yeah. This podcast is bullshit. And then Wait, we'll secretly so, see if Bob Barker. So let's talk about Valentine's Day. Um, Jonah, what are you going to do on Valentine's Day? I'm doing it right now. This, this is, is it. it? This is all I got. What about I might... tonight? No romance? No mm-hmm. ladies? No, no. I guess so. Maybe I might go watch a movie with a lady. A pornographic movie? No, probably a zombie movie or something. Zombie porn? Zombie no, movie. no, probably just a, just a nerdy movie to watch. What or about... I might go... Uh, Get drunk and take pictures with Steve Agee. What about the movie Valentine's Day? Why not go see That's that? That's got something for everyone because there's there's a, every star in there must be someone that someone likes, right? Oh, for a second, I totally forgot about the new movie Valentine's Day. I thought, was like, is that a horror movie? No, Valentine's that... Day, like April Fool's Day or something. Oh yeah, what was that? Because I went to see a movie last year in three. My bloody Valentine. My bloody 3D. Valentine. That yes. was a, a ridiculous. Yeah. 3D movie. The that, best part was the the pickaxe from the back and the eyeball just pokes out at the end. Yeah, that was a 3D movie where they they did that retroactively. They shot that movie and they're like, "This is crap. How do we make it profitable? Let's go back and shoot like two 3D scenes." Yeah, it literally had like two scenes in it. No one even knows what I'm talking about because no one saw this. I saw the movie. movie. It's for you and me, Rob. Okay, me and you. Um, <laughs> but this other movie, Valentine's Day, looks great. Should have been in 3D too. Should have been in 3D. I want Every to see movie George Lopez in 3D. So bad. I want to see Every Julie Roberts in 3D. Yeah. I want to see Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I want to see his abs in 3D. In 3D. Just like, because they're just like right in your mouth. And be like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, this is weird. Today I saw one of the best male bodies on the street <laughs> in my life. I Are you almost. Doing a bit right now? No. I was no. driving, I was driving uh, near Palos Verdes and I saw this dude with the craziest. Was it bricks. me? What? Was, was it, it you? Me? No. Was it no. this? Those bricks was right that there? right there? Oh, oh my these god! <laughs> it was just incredible. I just I was wowed by. Uh, the... Did you shout anything out the, the window? Wait, what? Did you, what do you mean? Him? You were driving and you saw a guy walking down just the street. walking down the street without a shirt you on. Know, I was just driving around the park in circles at three in the morning. Um, <laughs> I was in Griffith Park cruising yeah. around, uh, like you do, like I do, like one does. And he, and he had a shirt off. And he just had the greatest body I've ever seen in real life. Oh, wow. Wow. Do you think that he... Yeah, I know. That's what I said. Wow. I normally don't have good gaydar, but right now it's uh, <laughs> buried the needle. <laughs> Do you I... think that he works hard for that body or he was just born with that body? Uh, he seems to have worked hard. He seemed boring. I'm... I don't, let's move on. No, Hardwick, let's talk about how you're going to go see Valentine's Day with this guy you saw walking around a park. Just for the record, Hardwick just took a sip out of a, a bowl. Of, to be a fair, there bowl. are no cups. He's drinking water out of a bowl. There are no cups, and in a pinch, a, a, a rhomboid bowl, a square-shaped bowl, uh, has a corner that you can sip out of, so I'm drinking out of a bowl. All right? Seems in honor primitive. of the dog that hopefully you won't have to give back. Seems just very, very primitive. Mm. Okay, so um, Hardwick, what are you going to do on Valentine's Day? Um, tonight, uh, my girlfriend Janet's birthday is Tuesday, so uh, tonight we're going to have some, uh, just a couple people over for dinner. Oh, what time should I be there? Um, like, uh, 31, 
31 30 I don't is that military time yep that's military it's only 24 time. hours in a day so yep. that's not even yep on that's, the, that's so go tomorrow military. go tomorrow space, space military. military special ops fart years it's in fart years um so you guys are gonna have a, a romantic couples dinner it, wait this sounds like a group fuck situation yep it's gonna be a birthday orgy like you do on your girlfriend's birthday um, that would be awesome if that actually happened if like your girlfriend was like I have a present for you. I want you to invite all of our friends over and let's have sex with them. Let's, what? Group fuck. That's a, pre- is that a present for me? I don't, it would be terrifying. That happened what are you doing? My, right? That happened to my little brother. My little brother was, um, he, my little brother is married now, but he and his wife, one time they were trying to like make couple friends with this other couple. And they're really like into this other couple. They thought they were just like funny and smart and they're hanging out and everything. And one night they were driving home from some restaurant where they all went and, and were eating and drinking. And, and then the couple like just was like, out of nowhere, they were like, hey, can, we, uh, can I ask you a question? How would you guys like to get fucked by us? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Like, Weird grammar, first yeah, of all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's exactly how they put it. But how would y'all like to get fucked by us? Yeah. And my little brother was like, Arr! you get out, you get the hell out of this minivan. <laughs> and then the, they, they probably just stand on the road like, well, you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Like, you're going to get oh, rejected. Well, honey, yeah, you ask a bunch of couples, one of them eventually. You know, in the, in the swinging biz, yeah. someone's going to, you know, 10 no's is worth the yes. I'm telling you. Yeah, I guess that's how it works. I guess you just have to, like, put it out there. you got to go out on that limb. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what did, you ask me what am I? I'm not doing I, anything. I'm going to make love to this this German Shepherd. He's going to stay at home with the chef. Send him home with a baby. I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't really have any plans. You guys just want you want to hang out? Uh, no. All right. It seems like that would be depressing. <laughs> yes, it will be. You're a guy. I'm surprised you don't want to hang out with a guy who was just talking about the rock hard bricks he saw from the dude. Walking why can't the you? Why can't I just admire a good body? You make designs out of post-it notes on your wall. <laughs> I didn't do that. Jonah did that. I, yeah, it seems it's, depressing. It's not depressing. I, I livened up the room a bit. Jonah's a really good Tom Servo, to be fair. Thank you, Jonah. Do you know a lot of people in porn? I know uh, just the the one. That, just that's your only friend. Yeah, just Dana. Yeah. Okay, I know her too through yeah. you. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. She shot your incredible Christmas music video. Yeah. Yeah. She shot it. Directed it. Yeah. <laughs> she was in it. Um, I thought that that video came out really well. Thanks. Jonah, that was a great job you did on that video. Thanks, guys. On the All I Want for Christmas video. You know, it's a, why didn't we wait till next Christmas? Why don't we make a Valentine's one? <laughs> yeah, we'll have just about enough time. Yeah, we could. <laughs> oh, now it's too late. No, it's not too late. We can still do it and put it out tonight. <laughs> to the time machine. Hey, we need to go back thirty fart years. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's the only girl I know. And I feel like Steve point. Agee knows a lot of people in porn. Yeah, he knows uh, Belladonna and yeah. some of those other ones. The thing is, I knew Dana. It's not like I met her when she was doing porn. I met her. Uh, I knew her when, when she, she was, was just fucking guys for no money. Yeah, for no <laughs> money. Uh, yeah, we just. Um, that's actually Chris met her then too. This was. She is super years funny, ago. by the way. She is super yeah, funny. I, really like, I, I don't. I, there's something though, like I, I can't um, understand. Like at what in, in your brain? When do you go? When do you wake up and go? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing it. Like uh, start. for her, she said it was a gradual process. <laughs> I don't know. So what, you start stripping first, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm making money doing this. I might as well. Yeah. Just, oh. you know, it's easy for them. I guess it is. We should have her on. She did Marin's podcast. Yeah, that's I right. I guess she was great. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's a delight. We're going to have her on. Dana Diarmond. Great. Now let's mention other people that you're more excited to have on besides <laughs> me. Dana is going to be so awesome. Oh, guys, can you imagine? We'll have oh, her on after Great. Great. We're going to ask uh, She's not going to be talking about some dumb dog she picked no, up on the street. it would be so refreshing to have good guests on. Uh, uh, what, Rob? <laughs> 
Um, do you, uh, Rob? Do you have any shows coming up that you want to plug? Or you're on Chil- Chil- Children's Hospital right now? Which um, is yeah, we're phenomenal. shooting the second season of Children's Hospital uh, for Adult Swim that I'm really psyched about. And um, yeah, me and Cordry and Ken Marino and Malin Ackerman and Nick Kroll and Henry Winkler and a bunch of people. Megan Mullally. It's gonna be super fun. Um, but I mean, that's TV can you, stuff, can you give but... away the thing that you told me about? Yeah, whatever. Uh, what what part was it? Oh, the, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a uh, the other day. I had an awesome hardcore makeout scene with um, Mrs. Cunningham from Happy Days, Marion Ross, who is eighty two years old, and uh, who Henry Winkler also used to make out with. Did he re- in real life? Yeah, real life. They dated. No, I think you're thinking of. Um, the Bradys. The Brady. I think no, you're, no. you're thinking of Greg Brady dated Marion Ross. No, from... no, no. I'm I'm pretty sure I saw some uh, blooper reels where they uh, they messed up and then they just started making out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I made out with her on Monday, and she's 82 years old, and she has very soft lips, and it was actually charming. I was worried mentally. I was like, oh, boy, I don't know if I can do this. And then, you know, once you do it, a lady is a lady. And uh, it was it was fantastic. A lady I don't know if, I, is a lady. I don't know if that's offensive or complimentary. No, I mean it a lady's a, a lady. I mean it as a compliment. It sounds like a, it's. I sound like a meathead, but um, will you be, uh, will be dating, dating any her? other octogenarians? Um, well, like, did it open up the possibility for you to like, you know what, I could roll with this? No, no, absolutely not. Um, but it did open up the possibility of like, oh, when I'm like 80 years old, I would love to still be having sex with whoever I'm with. It's 80 or even better, 20. <laughs> but um, but um, pussy high five. But anyway, but she was great, and Children's Hospital would be really cool. Um, what I mean, I don't I don't like to plug too much up. Oh, the other thing was maybe the uh, Funnier Die thing on HBO. Um, oh, yeah. oh, great! Yeah, you did, yeah, did we, one of those. We shot um, we shot a series for that Funnier Die presents on HBO that starts really soon, and uh, it's gonna be really cool. It's called Hold Up, and it's uh, it's all a bunch of funny people, Ed Helms and Tom Lennon and stuff. Ruben Fleischer directed it from Zombieland. Ah, Rob, Rob Hubel, you are the, at the epicenter of hilariousness, and um, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having Thanks for me, you guys. On the podcast, Rob Hubel. Thanks, you guys. Good luck with your dog. Thanks, guys. Rob, I would like to state right now that I don't concur here with uh, Chris. I did not have a good time with, with you on the show, and I can't wait till you get out of this fucking I office. hope that you have a terrible Valentine's Day. Too late. I, I, hope, I hope you just keep stuffing your face with those Laura Dune cookies and staring <laughs> at rock-hard dudes. I hope that you... <laughs> I hope that you go you to, to I hope that you go to like an adult store and you buy a plastic vagina and you make love to it and it clamps onto your dick and balls. I'll say it again. Like Rob. a bear trap. Too late. That's called a bear trap. A bear trap. <laughs> oh, I was gonna have Matt ch- swap out the RAM on my MacBook. I'll just do it after. You have to do it afterwards. Wait, you're gonna do that during the show? Takes him thirty seconds. He's like, there's another, there's another Chris Hardwick who's a Rubik's cube champion who solves Rubik's cubes in like thirty seconds. <laughs> he does the same fucking thing with RAM. He'll fucking swap your RAM out so fast you won't even. It's just like, bam. You're like, what happened? He's like, you got new RAM. You're like, no way. Whoa, yeah. Really? I snap my fingers. It that happens. sounds like a really cool visual thing that wouldn't be appealing on a podcast. No, no, <laughs> no. You'd think, but it's fun to narrate stuff. Now I'm pulling out the battery. <laughs> Here goes two gigs of RAM, Yay. and it's in. Is that the kind of stuff? Is that now celebrity I'm pool? It. And now he's going to try and get it into the hole, and he doesn't do it. Bravo <laughs> presents celebrity RAM swap. Oh, oh that'd be so much fun for a second. <laughs> I really, um, I really did think it was celebrity pools. Like you'd go to celebrities' houses and see their pools. That Just would be pools. such a good show. This is your standard oval pool. I'm confused. Is the show over? Or is it still going? Kind of both. So it's over, but so is this part for us, or is it? Are, will people be listening to this? I like to think that the whole thing was for us. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it really was. Oh, I got you. <laughs> it was us and just a handful of other people. Oh, I got you. A, ha- a handful of angry youths. Blind yeah. people. Yeah. Who were trying to read the iTunes and that would not Braille. They could oh. just turn text-to-speech on, I guess. Let the nerd this podcast. <laughs> Can't we do better text-to-speech, by the way? Text-to-speech is so fucking terrible. Some of those voices aren't bad. I have I have text-to-speech um, on um, in my car, and when I call you, I say, call Jonah Ray, and it goes, Jonah Ray. Like, oh really? It, why is it? It can't. Why can't it fucking sound better than my that? My Bluetooth is actually pretty good. It pronounces my real last name correctly. Oh really? Which is weird because Ray? Uh, why is that? Hard? No, no. My my real last name is uh, Rodriguez. I didn't know that. Yeah, so uh, it, looks, it looks like Portuguese. Rodriguez. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much spelled exactly like Rodri- Rodriguez. Why do you use that name? That name's way cooler. And it was because uh, you know everyone would pronounce it Rodriguez and not Rodriguez. Who cares? That's even cooler. Yeah, I don't know. I just it was it was just you an don't easier like thing. Latinos. It was just easier when I was you don't signed... like Latinos. No, no, but I'm Portuguese. Uh, when I was signing up for open mics in the beginning, I just kept on getting brought up as Joan Rodriguez, and then I'd come on the stage and it would throw everybody off, and then oh, I would yeah. feel I had to explain why Joan Rodriguez looked like me, a guy from you know. I look like I'm from the Midwest or something. And then you throw on top of that, you're Hawaiian. And yeah, then, and then, and then yeah. the whole thing is fucking when I did, confusing. Uh, when I did uh, Live at Gotham, they had a the whole thing. It's like, this next guy, originally from Hawaii, I was like, you got to take that out. And they're like, no, we like to have it seem like we have people from all over the country. I was like, you're going to ruin the first three minutes of my set if you say I'm from Hawaii and then I walk out on stage. You fucking coconut fucking poi chin. <laughs> fucking <laughs> Just trying to be racist to Hawaiians. Uh, all right, thanks for listening. The end. Is this the end or is this the end? It, that was the end, Rob. You blew it off. Fuck. Her Majesty's putting us go. Oh, I can't pay for that. <laughs> Fuck. Don't have to. We're not making money. Really, the end. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for that, movie. But wait, that's not all. As previously promised, we're going to go over to Motion City Soundtrack now, right before the show at the House of Blues. And uh, it's the first band on the show. A musical guest playing a song. Yay! Day of firsts. Uh, wow. Digging that smooth vibe jazz music that's playing. Yeah, that is royalty-free music. That's what free buys you. It's like... Jumping in a Cadillac and driving into molasses. I hope Motion City song is this good. Time for waffles. Yeah. I saw four really depressing words uh, while I was driving over here to the House of Blues, uh, and they were on the Palladium, and those words were Justin Bieber sold out. That really bummed me out, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That really bummed me Who's out. Who's that guy? Is he on, like, a, is he a Disney Yeah, kid? he's a little, he's a young man. Well, that's why, that's why they have the problem. That's actually, they have a problem with him. They think he sold out because yeah. he went to that's Disney. Just, he uh, can't possibly sell out when you're 14 years old. You don't even have a soul yet at 14. You can't, you can't be enough of an artist to then sell out. I think you're just, you're just naturally sold out, you you're know, until you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that? What? I mean, seriously though, is that the kid on uh, Witches of Waverly Place? I don't know. I, I really Why do don't I know, know this? I don't I'm know. not sure. What is, he, what is his music like? What does it sound like? I've not heard yeah. a note. I've I know my niece loves it. him. Yeah. Is he on, is he on tapestry swastikas? <laughs> that hot new show. Shut up. Where it's a bunch of young, really attractive uh, Nazi uh, kids, and um, but they're really hot though. They're really hot. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. yes. Right yes. after, right after Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> right after on, on, on Disney. Yes. <laughs> uh, I met you guys in Minneapolis, which was really nice. I got a tweet. I don't remember who tweeted me first. This guy Jesse. Was it you tweeted me first? Probably. And um, and you came out to the show, and you guys were awesome. And then we we got to, 
would you like to explain a little bit? Because um, audio uh, you don't consume with your yeah, eyes. I, I so, actually added to it when I was in Texas and put. Uh, oh my God, that's Al- awesome! Alan Moe's on there too. <laughs> that's fantastic. Jesse has uh, some amazing Pee Wee Herman tattoos uh, on the arm. The snake. You've got the the bike. Uh, I've got the the dinosaur with seats in his mouth and holding Pee Wee's bike. There's the road sign that's all twisty turvy. The squiggly road sign. <laughs> The uh, the gas pump and broken like dinosaur bone that Andy picks up and chases him. Andy, Andy, <laughs> and uh, Mr. Breakfast, which consists of uh, pancakes, bacon, egg, butter, and uh, strawberry. And then you really should add a box of Mr. T cereal above it. Yeah, you need. Yeah. <laughs> I got room here. Yeah. But I was going to put the hot dog with the file. I, I, I got to figure it out. Oh, that's pretty awesome. And then, of course, the uh, um, I'm all alone, I'm rolling a big donut, and there's a snake wearing a vest. Yeah, so I have a snake <laughs> wearing a vest and a giant donut around my elbow, which happens to also be the Simpsons donut. Oh, right, but it does. The, the sprinkles aren't colored in yet. Well, don't show it to me till it's done. That's <laughs> what a bullshit tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see colored sprinkles. <laughs> Rainbow Jimmy's. Rainbow yeah, Jimmy's. Rainbow Jimmy's. I know, color's insensitive. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say colored sprinkles. <laughs> That's what my grandpappy would have said. <laughs> what? That's an underlying theme. I'm from Tennessee. Um, I've always wanted, to, I always toy with the idea of getting a tattoo and then... And then I'm a, I'm so non-committal. I feel like in a month I'd be like, God damn it! That's exactly the problem I have. Those Why are the ones you put on your legs? <laughs> like, then uh, you. Um, in Japan, I got one that says "Miso Hungry." And <laughs> there's a squid. Soup. There's a squid in there. Um, just one. It just says foods. Awesome. <laughs> um, uh, in Australia, I got a kangaroo with a koala in the pocket that says "Rue Life." Just, <laughs> just dumb shit. Now, when you go to Australia, do you do you flash that, and are they like, "Oh, that's a delightful <laughs> depiction of our society condensed into one piece of art"? <laughs> the funny thing is, the it's actually a, t- a take on um, uh, a flag they used to fly on one of those. I don't know what they call it, but the big sailing competitions. Mm-hmm. Oh, the um, the that was that was what the, is that called? The, the kangaroo with the boxing glove. But I put the call in the pocket to make it in the make it better. Yes. What is that stupid thing called? One long hot summer. Was that movie the one crazy cup. summer? Amer- crazy is it summer? the America's Cup in Australia? It was the Austra- Australian. Oh, I think it's team. called Boats Ago. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, isn't that the, isn't that the Renata? Yeah. Regatta. Regatta. That's it. Yeah, it's the big race in the end of uh, One Crazy Summer. That's right. Oh, that movie. Yeah. Was, he, movie. was there a lot of boat racing going on in movies in the eighties? I think I so. Like was. I think um, summer, summer rental. rental also. Yeah, summer rental. Yeah, it was all summer movies. It was really yeah. just anything. You know, the bummer part about uh, One Crazy Summer is that <coughs> Better Off Dead is probably one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time, and so. Um, Savage Steve Holland, uh, they screened Better Off Dead up at my uh, girlfriend's comedy festival in the SF Sketch Fest. And so Savage Steve Holland came up and spoke, and he said, the experience between Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer was so different because, he said, I don't know what, he said, I don't know what happened, but whatever John Cusack thought we were making with Better Off Dead, he didn't like it when he saw the finished product. And so working with him on One Crazy Summer was a bummer. Oh, that sucks, because oh, I love yeah. Better off dead. Yeah. Better off dead's amazing. One crazy summer I was never so like so. It's hot a little on. weird. It's a little weird. Um, except for that that one Bobcat Goldthwait part where he's like, Oh, and there's this kid and he used to get beat up a lot and they're like, Were you that kid? No no, he used to say, Why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? And then I beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, it's pretty <laughs> epic when he gets in the Godzilla costume and he's stuck in it and the cigarette goes in his mouth and it's breathing. Oh, smoke, and then the and Japanese people are there. Yeah, stepping yeah, on all that's a pretty epic moment. That was a pretty awesome movie. Yeah. 
do you have any body parts left for a Savage Steve Holland uh, pain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like stained glass of awesomeness. It's really, it's really, it's really cool. Um, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Uh, is there any? Did you want to? I mean, you don't have to play a song or anything, but if you want to, I did bring the snazzy Gibson guitar. Your new fave? I did. I'm so gay nice. for that guitar, you guys. What kind of guitar did you get? It's, it's a, a Gibson what? It's a J200. Oh, nice. And um, they, I said, uh, I just kind of called, I just emailed them out of the blue, and I was like, hey, I need a, I need a guitar for my television show that a thousand people watch, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I left that last part out because I wanted to get a guitar. Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh so hard. Wasn't a joke. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. And then, uh, and oh, then nice. so they, nice. and so they. They sent me. Uh, they sent me this one. Nice, nice. Um, it still smells like lacquer. Yeah, it does. And you can get high. You can get high just huffing, oh, seriously, huffing I'll the guitar. Oh, here for a minute. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna huff the guitar. I'm scared I can't of it. even hold it right here because of the way the table is. So I'm gonna give it right back to you. Oh, well, I can sell it from here. Does anyone? Does anyone you wanna play wanna, a song? Anyone want to play a thing? Well, you want us to sign it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, actually, I, actually, I actually just got endorsed by Gibson. So. Oh, you did. Um, yeah. What if I'm too nice a guy and I'm so like, does that mean that you're allowed to play it? <laughs> okay. I'm allowed to play it. Sure, let's you just sign it. Uh, <laughs> and then you just write like douchebag <laughs> on it. You want to play something? Just drop big cock. How would we do that? Uh, would we want we go, another guitar? We could go get another guitar. Yeah, we could grab our guitars and the thing and just do the thing. Or do you want to just do it with one guitar and do you like covers? Up? You could play a cover and have them sing it. I don't know what it is. What is? I don't know. This is your show, man. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. It is. I'm <laughs> ill prepared in, in the way of covers. You like how uh, like none seconds. of us can make a decision about yeah. that. Oh, yeah, we're like, horrible. Oh, we yeah. Tell us what to do. Yeah. You want a song? Nobody can make a decision. Try, Nobody can make a decision. Here, why don't you just play her words, you do the beat, and then um, I'll try to sing and you sing too, and Jesse, All right. I don't know. Oh, whistle the uh, whistle. Does the someone have a pick? Does someone have a pick? Yeah, yeah. I need, just, to sit, I need to sit in a better spot. I won't hit the table. I'll hit my lap or something. Yeah, I don't want a good idea. Need more room? This is this. Sure. Something's about to happen. I feel like I should stand up. Oh, shit. Oh. So sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. I just said that. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you can sing the. Yeah. Just do the. Do that with your voice. <laughs> I need your sick harms. Sick harms. And you got, got, got a kazoo on them? <laughs> Time for a kazoo. Alright. Alright, we're gonna do this? Sure. You wanna tell them what it is? Oh, it's called Who Words Destroyed My Planet. Awesome. Is this from Dinosaur Life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. One, two, three, four. Maybe you were Sorry. right after all. Sorry, <laughs> what? No, that was good. I like the five. Says, Sorry during it. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to do one, two, three? Yes. I want to just start it and then you just. I, okay. I can. Maybe you were right after all. Maybe I'm just bad news. I've been drowning in memories Call it residual blues I fell asleep watching Veronica Mars again Hey! with that tourniquet I tried to squeeze on your dreams Slung it on, it's a perfect fit 
What do you suppose I need? My parents keep asking Spending the afternoon with me. I know. I, I think you probably have to go and rehearse for your show or do a sound check. Something. How long do your sound checks take? Tonight, today it'll be like a minute because we have no time. But usually about 10, 15 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. No, we yeah. usually don't like to be those kind of bands that don't let all the other bands get on stage fast enough. Sometimes you go on a tour and the the headliner would just sound check forever and leave nobody any time to get. And the opening band is actually setting up while the kids are coming in. That's always fun. I once saw uh, Henry Rollins when I was younger do his his, his like spoken word thing mm-hmm. at First Avenue, and the mic kept feeding back, and then he just finally lost his shit in the middle of the set and yelled at Sonia. He's like, "I am one guy." 
on a huge stage, <laughs> and you can't get this fucking thing to work because he's just like he's like he's like seriously. When this whole band's up here, it doesn't feed back. Like it's just like <laughs> not gonna lie. At the beginning, I was hoping you actually were gonna say that you saw Henry Rollins do stand up because that would have been that it's picture kind of like yeah, stand up picture in my head. Like no, but like. Take my wife, please. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. just Henry Rollins doing. What? What's yeah. up? What's up, what's up, with, up with flying? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta pay for blankets now. <laughs> Fuck you, blankets. <laughs> and everyone's like, it's really hard. Edge. <laughs> yeah, he just he just squats down. <laughs> That's awesome. No, but yeah. Stand, that needs to stand be, up rage. That needs to be flash animated <laughs> or something. So if, if listen, nerd, if you're listening out there, there's a specific nerd out there who will make the Henry Rollins uh, stand-up flash video. Please, please, please do that on behalf of myself and Motion City Soundtrack. Uh, well, good luck with the rest of the tour, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks for, for thanks for dicking around. That's what we do best. <laughs> Goodbye. Now leaving nerdist.com. 